You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart and welcome to this episode of Cindy Stewart Live. I'm at a different studio today. I'm at Joan Hunter Ministries in Tumball, Texas. And she has been having the School of the Prophets this week. And we have some exciting guests that you'll be able to hear prophetically what is going on. And we just cannot wait to get this started. So thank you, Joan Hunter, for inviting me in and letting me set up a studio here. So today we're going to talk about what God is doing. And everybody wants to know, I want to know, what is God doing? And each of us get a different picture of it, a different vision of it, a different word of it. And as we begin to put those words together, what happens is we get a clear understanding of the move of God, what He's doing, and how do we join in so we can take the territory for the kingdom, right? So today I have a couple special guests with me. I'm so excited to have you guys today. I have Greg and uh, Sherry uh, Gervais, yes. and I'm so excited to have you. And I've just met you guys over this time of uh, School of Prophets, and you guys have just moved to Houston from Mississippi. Yes. yes. So you've been in a transition. So I want you to tell me a little bit about what brought you here, and we're going to talk about what God is doing, not only in the Houston area, but I know you guys are more national, international people too. You've got that anointing. So we'll talk in a bigger round too. So talk to me about what brought you here. Well, what uh, we were doing uh, church, really. We planted a church 10 years ago, uh, roughly about 10 years ago. We established a church and we just felt by God to really answer the call to more of an apostolic ministry, which means more of an equipping to really uh, strengthen people in the gifts of God and to make them powerful personally. So we gave up our church and moved to Houston to start a, we call it an apostolic hub. And really what that means is it's an equipping station for every uh, believer to become powerful, as well as we're gonna have a local church there as well uh, for those who need a community in Houston. Wow, that is amazing too. And you know what's so interesting? Don't you feel like the fivefold, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist is starting to really rise up in their positions so that people understand how the ecclesia, the government uh, of God actually works in the form of the body. Yeah. Yeah. I believe actually that what you just said is the movement of God. 
and that the apostles and prophets, you know, pastors, teachers, and evangelists are actually becoming who they're supposed to be yes. to empower people rather than just to have positions uh, that we can say are awesome or esoteric or, you know, unapproachable, but they're actually taking their governmental positions of equipping the saints. Yes, and, and we're, we're equipping the saints to mature them in the calling that God has for them. So we're a fully equipped body as opposed to, they always say it's 20% of the people do 80% of the work. And I just believe that that's a lie of the enemy. Right. That really God has made us 100% to do 100% of the kingdom work. And as long as we keep uh, repeating the lie, then people don't feel like they can rise up because they just don't feel like they're qualified or called or anything like that. So it's really interesting to see people hungering for leaders. They're hungering for people that they can follow and trust, but they're also hungering for uh, their purpose to be fulfilled in the season. Yeah, so I, I wanna I wanna hear a little bit. I've got so many things I want to ask you guys. So uh, I also want to hear a little bit about your Esther rising. Yes. I read a little bit about that yesterday, and I just feel like that is such a call for women rising up in this season. Yes, I mean, just like the fivefold is starting to work together in a new way. There's such an anointing on the body of Christ coming together in all of their giftings. But I feel like in the same way, it's time for women to rise and not necessarily in women's movements that are, or, you know, a bit like women's lib type things, but almost in a way where there's a grace for women to be powerful for the body of Christ, for the Lord and for each other. Mm -hmm. I just really believe the Esther rising movement that's going to come, um, you know, in this season that's going to rise is really going to be like a, a movement of being our sister's keeper, really, instead of being enemies with one another, really arising beyond um, the things that have kept us separated and have kept us um, almost contending for um, places in the kingdom and recognizing God has room for every one of us and to kind of release um, women to rise into their positions. You know, today, today has got to be the day where we stop kind of maybe assuming women are not called to be powerful or called to be in ministry. Um, because I believe the result of that is women have tried to become overpowerful in their home. And we see the results of that in America, you know, with divorce rates out of control and, and um, because women have this ability and this hunger to rise up and to make a difference. And when the church doesn't allow them to make a difference, they kind of utilize that, that, creativity and that passion and kind of in the wrong way, you know, yeah. but God wants to release that creative power in the church. He wants to, that leadership anointing on women, Amen. that grace to work together in a spirit of kindness. Um, it's just, I just believe that's what God's going to do with the women. They're going to just be a new movement of women working together and uh, truly healing each other. Uh, ministering to one another in a beautiful way. Yeah, that's really good too. And what does that look like uh, in your ministry? So how is that manifested? What What are the action steps? I saw you with a yeah. megaphone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, You're like, I asked for a microphone and God gave me a megaphone. And that just spoke to such that prophetic, that voice with power and a voice that reaches, right. you know, every ear that's ready to hear. So what does that look like in your ministry? So, so to me, what it, it really looks like is setting women free. 
Okay. from layers of false identity. So good. I believe Absolutely. women have, wow. so where there's a lack of fathers, there's a lack of identity. And so I believe women, um, men kind of create their own identities, but, but women need someone to tell them who they are. And so with a, with a lack of fathering, women have picked up false identities. And so, um, when we have esterizing events in our ministry, it's to kind of take off all of these cloaks and coverings that have hidden women and have even deceived them, not knowing who they are, not knowing that they can be powerful, but compassionate, that they can be kind and, and merciful, but they can make a difference and, and kind of peeling off those layers of um, where the enemy has them bound. So many women carry secrets. Uh, they carry shame and they carry abuse and they carry these secrets and the enemy has them cloaked that if anyone ever knows, then um, it will ruin them. And to be honest, wow. I believe we're coming into the hour when women are going to be able to find healing and their testimony that God has healed them is gonna free others. And so it's kind of a, a women being honest with women that's gonna kind of uncloak all of that that's got them hidden in the background it, buried in shame, repeating cycles. Mm -hmm. See, if we don't get free of those cloaks, we pass them to our children. Mm -hmm. And so we, our false identity passes to them because we can't give our children identity if we don't know who we are in Christ. And so the movement is really just a, a it's a deliverance movement. It's a, wow. it's an identity movement. Wow. And I believe that restores us to being Esther's that lay our life down for the next generation That's good. to walk in freedom. That is really good. And you know, what's amazing is as I look at you, Greg, and I know you're a strong apostolic prophetic, you yeah. know, the two of you together, it's almost like, uh, you can exchange the roles, yeah. move in apostolic yes. and move it's it prophetically true. because God has made you one yep. together. But you can't do what you do because I know you guys have three children. You yes. have a church, you have uh, an apostolic hub, you have all these different things without you being willing to support 100%. the call on He's my life. biggest fan. That's oh, that absolutely, so <laughs> if I sit too long, he's gonna push. Yeah. He's awesome, he's yeah. amazing. That's really good. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, it just inspires me of that vision you have for the calling, not only for you, and I'm sure your children and your children's children, but also for your wife. 100%. And so tell me, help me understand, how did you kind of decide, you know, whatever God calls her to do, it will benefit me, it will benefit us, and? Well, I, at the base of even what I do, every believer is, means every woman, <laughs> every woman. <laughs> yeah. every. But uh, honestly, uh, so my heart intent is literally to uncap every single person. And my favorite person is my wife. And so, <laughs> so, so I honestly see um, the ploy, I see the vision, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I see women all the time, just like with her, my, my heart, I'm not a woman, but I see the vision more than almost most women actually, because They've been pushed down and shoved and religion doesn't like women. And I believe women are more powerful than we could imagine. Like even the Bible says, and I don't like to say this, they're not greater, but to the place that the Bible says women had their dead raised. It didn't say men had their, their dead raised. So women <laughs> have good. something special to That's offer. Good. And they're Esther's that literally have more power than they know. That's just been the rules of religion have kept them in fear. 
And if they cross those boundaries, I believe we'll see a movement shake the nation. Yeah, and it will be a complementary movement, right. male and female, right. not one or the other, lording the other, yes. right. either way. I know when I first started pastoring and first started preaching, I had men actually walk out when I preached. Yeah. And to be yeah. honest with you, I, you know, yeah. it just hurt my feelings yeah. because it's people I had dinner with, people I fellowshiped with. But wow. when I walked up to the pulpit, it was like the line was drawn. They were no longer part of my fellowship. Right. And uh, and I even had one come up to me and say, you know that you are out of God's will and you are in sin. And my husband's like, did you tell him just to shut up? I'm like, no, <laughs> because my husband's like you. Right. He, he's quite an opponent. Right. But but that is so great. And that's what we need to see. We need to see marriage modeled. Yeah. We need to see true partnership yeah. modeled yeah. in the body of Christ and not one over the other. So I want to talk about your book that you wrote, Every yeah. Believer. So tell us a little bit about this. Here's this book and uh, you can get it on Amazon, yeah. right? Or yeah. any other... Amazon, Kindle. Kindle, that type of thing. Yeah. And uh, so tell me about it. Tell me what's birth. So honestly, I had an awakening. Um, I used to do all, uh, really heal the sick, cast out demons when I first got changed by Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then I got in the system of religion, stopped doing that. And then while I was a senior pastor, God woke me up and one day I had an encounter and he said, hey, you're a senior pastor now. And I said, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? And he said, hey, that means you can do what you're supposed to do again. I want you to heal the sick. And he said, this time it's going to work. And so what he That's said, yeah. And what he said is not just like healing, but that represents to me all the gifts of the spirit. And so immediately something shifted in my spirit. He said, this time it's going to work. And so I just started to honestly uh, do as much as I could anywhere I went. And on average, almost five people a day were getting healed or having supernatural encounters because I refused to go home until God moved. And so God just had me pound the ground, but it wasn't for me. It was so every person could see the possibility of how they can be, uh, you know, how they can become powerful. And what the Lord just began to show me is that we've abdicated as the body of Christ, our power mm -hmm. to popes and bishops. And Jesus is the one, he's the most yeah. powerful person in the world. Mm -hmm. But he said, it, it's more beneficial that I go away so the comforter can come for you guys. And really what he was saying, he's like, I'm only one person. But yet we've gone back to the model of one person, one pastor, one bishop, one priest, yeah. and worshiping them like, hey, pastor, you baptize, pastor, you heal the sick, you prophesy, when really every believer was supposed to be full of the Holy Spirit and powerful in our own right, that we could answer the call for the whole world together. And that's what we saw in the early churches, that there wasn't huge names after the apostles died. It was every single person being powerful so good. everywhere they went. And that changed the whole known world. Yep. Yeah. And I know, were you the one that was sharing that there's 665 million yes. born again yes. believers in the world? Spirit yes. filled. Yes. Spirit filled. Like, yes. like, you know, ready to raise the sick. Yes. Heal, yes. I mean, raise the dead, heal the sick. Yeah. So think about that in terms of getting this message out 100%. to every one of them. To so, every one of them. So that's one of the things I had this encounter and that's what may, actually made me write the book is because God gave me an encounter and was like, hey, uh, there's this army and the Holy Spirit showed me this huge army that was this 
all these believers everywhere. I didn't know it was believers at the beginning of the encounter, but then they were sleeping and just numb. And uh, he began to show me how it was equated to World War II with the U.S. and 90% of uh, citizens didn't want to get involved in the war, the war, sorry, across the world. But what he showed me, if we don't go to war, war comes to us. Yeah. And so the church right now is being attacked, not because we've been powerful, but because we've been actually in neutrality. Yeah. yeah. And so as we Good. begin to awaken, um, we'll change the world. And then just like you said, I started to look up the statistics and there's over 644 million or 660 million spirit-filled believers who have the right to be powerful, who have the Holy Spirit. And it wasn't just for tongues. It was actually to uh, emulate Jesus everywhere we went. Yeah. And it's so interesting because when we think about it, if if we truly had that number activated oh, across the world, can you imagine so what our world right? would look like? Yes. Totally. And that really is our prayer, God. Just yeah. stir every heart. Yeah. Just mm. break off every religious yeah. spirit. Just, yes. just allow them, give them permission 100%. to step into what God sent us to do, to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. And what's so interesting I don't think it's the world that holds us back. It is the church that the holds church. us back. Yes. Yes. And I know you said that you quit doing what you were doing. Why? I, I quit doing what I, I was doing so that I could literally give my life to awaken that army. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Literally my goal in is it's not a book. It's a manual to activate every single person to be powerful. So my goal and my excitement is every day that I get to disciple or awaken people that they finally get it like, oh my gosh, I can heal the sick. Oh my gosh, I can yeah. bring Jesus. And it's not called evangelism. It's called being a Christian. Yes. <laughs> and so every day Christian, because because out of insecurity, we've made all these labels. So it's like you're called to this and I'm not called to this, but it's just the ability to bring Jesus in his essence everywhere we go, whether that's loving, whether that's power, whether that's deliverance, but mm -hmm. it's possible and the world needs to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what else I think is, is if we could realize the oneness of Christ in us. I mean, we walk with the very power on, of on. the same spirit yeah. that raised Jesus from yeah. the dead. We are actually one in yeah. Christ, seated in heavenly places. So everything we view should be from the Father's realm into the earth, not from the earthly realm into heaven. And just having those things click yeah. suddenly makes us realize, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it and watch you work, God. And the more I do it, the more faith is built, yep. the more courage I get. And so what if people turn away from me? It's not about me. They're actually turned away from Jesus. That's it. And so is that what the apostolic hub that you're developing down here is about as a training and equipping yes. and rekindling the fires? Yeah, yeah. Number one, it's probably community because a lot of people don't have people who support this mentality. So it's community, right? So even the national community of Rig Nation uh, is a bunch of people who believe really this message that we can hear from God and we can become powerful yes. and we can emulate Jesus everywhere we go, but it's community. And it's also gonna be uh, tools 
Like I, it, it drove me crazy when I was young. I, I would watch all these guys on TV who were powerful and you would have to pay like a hundred or $99.99 for all these different cassettes and amazing yeah. things, which it wasn't I've wrong. I've done it, I've done it. And I bought them all, <laughs> but most of it was like, be faithful, be faithful, be faithful. And it's the anointing is gonna come upon you. And they didn't give me real tools to help me hear from God or to heal the sick. And so what we're doing is literally making a hub to give everything for free pretty much and to make people powerful and give the body of Christ really the tools that are necessary for those who are hungry for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, is it just in person? Or are you going to have it online also, the training? Yeah, it's going to be both in person and viral for people. So it's Rig Global Church and as well as Rig Nation USA. Uh, we're having deliverance apostolic training, which means how to be apostles, yes. how to start and get traction as apostles and ministry leaders, uh, prophets hearing from God everywhere we are. Um, cast it, like I said, casting Dean, healing the sick. Uh, we're going to have uh, Apostle Joan Hunter come uh, help us train and stuff. And just every area in Christianity that isn't really functioning right now. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. And we need it so desperately. Now, do you uh, partner in this with your Esther rising? Absolutely. And yes. All the things that you're anointed to do? Because I yes. heard you and I was like, wow, they are like a power team together. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely do everything together. We work you know, side by side, like exactly like you said, we'll switch from prophetic to apostolic, depending on the day and what's happening right then and what, what, however the Lord leads. But, um, yeah, I, I'm a bit administrative, so mm -hmm. I kind of help build the tracks. That's good. To, we need that. To what we're building yeah, and, and where we're going. And that's how we feel like we'll be able to export what we do here in Houston to the nation and beyond to the nations, um, and working so, you know, directly with, um, um, our overseer is, you know, Apostle Tomi Arayami. And so he has a global network of believers that have been being trained in this forever. And I just feel like the USA is just kind of getting on board with yes. his ministry. Uh, we're awakening to it. And, um, it, and it's like he said earlier, we're giving people permission that's to just be powerful. activated, whether they're women or they're, um, you know, just uh, filled with the Holy Spirit in their churches. We just find that people do not know they have permission to to be anointed by the Holy Spirit, to live God out loud in public. Um, and I think that's what the church system has done because yeah. it yeah. did compartmentalize evangelism. It it you know, compartmentalized prophecy, healing. It's kind of like there's special times and moments for those things. If churches allow them, there's times for them. But I just feel like it's time for the church to be out of, to be let out of the box yeah. and that we're allowed to, to be anywhere and everywhere um, activated for the kingdom. So yeah, we're excited about the school and the training and the teaching and just the impartation that we believe um, is is being ex expedited in this season. I feel like people are getting um, caught way up. It's almost like if, if people feel discouraged, like, well, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to begin to prophesy or to 
uh, speak to someone on the street, I feel like there's almost this supernatural download of impartation yeah, that's taking that, place. So We're finding people are coming alive quicker. They don't have to go through 20 years like back in the day. Uh, they are being <laughs> like we did. It's like, Seriously. It's, it's, yeah, it's like it's on the job did. training, right? It's yeah. that coming into that last hour moment and receiving all of God, um, even though the generations before us have worked all day, like that story of the um, vineyard workers that they worked all day, but those people that came in at the last hour got paid the same amount. Yeah, I believe that's an anointing on uh, the nations for this hour is not to be in a way jealous or or constrictive to the ones coming in in this last hour, but to believe and to even tell them that they can receive everything God for, has for them right now. They didn't have to have been in church for 20 years. Yeah. They don't have to be a pastor's kid. They don't have to be ordained for 30 years. They can, they can get on the job training and God's gonna bless them because he needs every one of us. Wow, I believe this so season has gotten to the yeah. point we don't have time to wait for everyone to have 20 years. No. We we've got to we've got to we got to do this now. And so I think I think there's a supernatural equipping that's happening in the body uh, right now that's catching us all up. I agree. And you know one thing uh, you said something, and I, either one of you can speak to this, but you said helping them step into position if their church will allow. <laughs> and one thing, I, and I don't know what you guys think about that, but one thing I feel like is God is shaking the churches that are shutting down the calling of the people who are being raised up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my wife said this, and she thinks partially that COVID was God firing some of the pastors because <laughs> they wanted church as normal yeah. and church not powerful. Yeah. And so church always wants to hold back the very one who attracted the lost and changed their souls overnight wow. with power encounters. And so we believe there is a shaking in there the church and there, there is a movement where uh, even we've helped people who have been just attenders of church, they've planted churches now. Mm -hmm. They're not mavericks. They, they're not haters of the church. They were just sitting there powerful all along, but there's only place for one person in a church to be the, you know, the man of God. Uh, and I'm a, pas I'm a pastor, so I'm not against pastors whatsoever. I want to help them, actually. I believe we can change cities if we mobilize our armies. Yeah. But uh, there's people all over waiting. Yeah, waiting. Waiting. And so we for actually... Permission. For waiting permission. Waiting for permission. And we actually help train people too. We, we train uh, right now, we call them expressions, but we're training leaders across the nation of how to start house churches because they're, they're, they're the same people. They're, they're not satisfied. They're having experiences with Jesus. They're holy. So it's not this rogue thing. You know, they're just hungry and they're seeing so many people who don't know God. And this generation is looking for a real God. A lot of people are saying, oh, this generation doesn't want God. But every time Jesus shows up on the street, yeah. they totally get saved or they're like, oh my gosh, this is real. They've been wanting to yeah. believe, but we Absolutely. have not provided them the ability to in the church. It's true too. And uh, I know uh, I got saved when I was nine and this is just real short. But one day I was so tired of being told what Jesus was. I said, Jesus, I've got to know that you're real or I'm checking out. 
<laughs> and you know what? He started manifesting. Come on. I started seeing yeah. Yeah. his presence, visions, all yes, this kind Lord. of stuff. So we've got a couple minutes left. I want you guys to speak to the audience. Yes. Release what, whatever you feel like the Holy Spirit yeah. is having you release. Well, awesome. Well, you know, there is an awakening. And that means there's the grace of God, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit for every single person right now who's there to really give you the encouragement, to give you the backbone for you to say, you know what, God, I believe I can be used by God. I can become powerful. And it doesn't mean you have to go wrong. It doesn't mean you have to have a bad heart toward people who don't believe this. It just means you're now given permission to become powerful. So I don't know. I'm going to pray for you really quick and maybe Sherry, you can say something. Yeah. So I just really feel like just want to speak to anyone watching right now that did feel like they don't have enough time. And I just want to say this is your time and it is time. It is like the ninth. It's like the, the last It's the final hour. It's the ninth month and it is time to push into the presence of God to release all that God has for you. And so I just declare that over you now. I just release right now a spirit of faith to mm-hmm. believe that God is able yeah. to right now birth all of the dreams and all of the plans and all of the prophetic words that have been spoken mm-hmm. over your life. Come on, the seed of God's word never returns void. So I'm just declaring right now that it is activation time and that you will come into an agreement right Right now with that spirit of faith that God can do more with less time. And so we just release that over you now in Jesus name. Amen. Yes. And uh, that is such a good word. And I would just want to thank you guys for being here with me yes, today. All awesome. of their information you can see is online. Pick up his book. I'm telling you, it's your day. Today is your day and you don't have to wait till tomorrow. It starts right now. Just look at your time and say, it's right now. I'm stepping in. I'm not holding back. No one has any reins on me because Jesus has set me free. So thank you guys for watching today. And I want to remind you, invest in yourself. You're the best investment you can make because God invests in you every single day. So thank you so much for watching. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.